The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again. With Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What is that? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up, friendos? Welcome in. It is in this league right here on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. That's right. Get on the grid. What's up? It's the uh, three-hour radio edition of uh, ITL. I wasn't here last week, so I kind of missed it. Kind of missed it. Don't know I know. What I are you gathering your bearings here right now? You 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 did completely miss it. Bubba and I did two hours. I did an hour with Lob, and you know Bubba's about to become a dad. So when he uh, within the next week, so oh, he, he's going to be out. They're going to hold out a couple shows. Yeah, I got Lob coming on. So oh, okay. you know what I wanted was someone with low key energy. All right, uh, yeah. you know someone that doesn't scream into the microphone, uh, and, and someone that has no good takes on anything. So I just went with Lob. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, uh, he unchecks every single one of those boxes. So <laughs> has Bubba informed you if he's going to opt out for uh, the, the season of ITL? So no, I asked and he said, no, he, no. So he, he's, he's he not opting out go. the whole season. He's no, 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 playing, no. Even though he's having a child. I mean, who knows? You know, I mean, yeah. he says no now, and but this is also his first kid. So, okay. You know, we'll see. I mean, he might so. get upset when he hears what Joe Madden had to say. You know, we're we're ITL here. We're going through the protocols and we've got all the safety measures in play that if you want to have a kid, you can still, you know, you can still come in for your gig. And that's hour three of ITL. Right. <laughs> Mike Trout is what we're actually talking about here. <laughs> um, baseball is happening. That's what we're going to be talking about today. There's a big football story that I want to go through. I know you and Bubba are going to talk about it. We'll probably talk about it in our um an hour or two at some point. And it's funny. Uh, we are, as we're recording this show, we've got some of our ITL army members. It's a perk for our captain's level where people can uh, come and hang out, actually see us and chat with us in the room. See your and, blue um, shirt. Blue and everybody it, it, immediately, the two of the first three comments as we started the show was about this, this goddamn shirt that I have. And <laughs> I hate this shirt now. And you'll be able to see it also. Cause it's just what I have on. I thought I would, have a nice polo on where I'm doing a hit with Pisa Pia. I think it's for the Monday show. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe the Sunday show. I don't even know, to be honest with you. Joe Pisa Pia is so important with Sports Grid. We are not. 
but he is. He has so many shows. I don't actually know which show I'm going on to talk about prospects, but I'm going to have this shirt on there. And I didn't even think about it the minute I put it on, but then I realized I was like, God dang it. This stupid shirt. You have ruined ruined this shirt for me. I well, hate that's the, the point. Don't buy Dodger blue shirts. It's just a blue polo. It's a blue Nike polo. It's a it's nice a blue Dodger Nike polo blue shirt. Now. That And look, I never would have put two and two together if you hadn't been spending so much time over at Dodger camp and White Sox camp in your blue shirt, taking pictures of the Dodgers, blending in with the crowd over there. So uh, what are you, a rebel spy? You know, I I don't like it. Yeah, no, I mean, I did ruin it the one time I was uh, back when you could physically go to baseball. You know, back in that day, remember that <laughs> it was AZL like a couple two years ago or something like that. And I was over at the Dodgers complex and there were two, you know, uh, rookie level games going on. And I was over on the Dodgers side and I saw the big sign. I was like, oh, I'll just take this funny picture. And I took it not realizing I had the Dodger blue shirt on. And then that's what ruined everything. And now this shirt, you know, I really should just throw it in the trash. I agree. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you throwing it in the trash. So and never wearing it again. Go get I, us the donor red one. Come on. Yeah, I, I don't or think any I other color, red. not even work. angel red. Yeah, any other color will work, just not Dodger blue. Yeah, but when you're so. fat, when you wear wear red, it's like the Kool Aid man. Like Come I on, got, man. I remember, I'm fat and I wear red all the time. We're red right now, and I know I look like oh, the Kool Aid yeah. man. I'd rather look like the Kool Aid man than uh, look like a Dodger fan any day of the week. So yeah, I mean, I guess I, I remember getting that burn. Uh, I don't know, middle school or high school or something. And had like a red shirt. You know, a 49er fan, you would have red. And someone said that to me. And that always stuck. That was one of those few burns where some a-hole says something. And you're just like, I don't want to be the Kool-Aid guy. Like, that's too much. That one's too much. Well, what did your shirt have a big face drawn on it? I mean, not every fat guy in a red shirt looks like the Kool-Aid man. But they do to me now. It's imprinted in me. Literally every red shirt fat person, I think of that burn. And I just think of them going, oh, yeah. So right when we got on mic today, your first thought of me was, oh, yeah. No, because that's like you're kind of sporting pink a little bit there, Bogman. Yeah. It, you're, well, you're also colorblind. So you're, no, that's, that's like a pinkish color. You're very it's, uh, it's my rebel shirt. It's you're very my, progressive. I it's think pro- the light's just not great. It's progressive Bogman day. That's what it is. July pink. July uh, 4th weekend is progressive Bogman weekend. A lot of progressive stuff to talk about, too. Changing names and stuff like that. But uh, you guys can find us over on the Patreon at at uh, InThisLeague.com. I forgot it there for a minute. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to go through our uh, our actual Patreon. Yeah. But in this I, I figured you were just going to say Dodgers.com. I figured yeah, LADodgers.com, 100% for your uh, season tickets. Maybe we could get a cardboard cutout. Um, actually, I want to talk about that. But you can go to InThisLeague.com, check out our Patreon, and find us on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh, at Bogman Sports. You know, actually, now I want to jump to that now that I'm mentioning it. Have you seen the teams that are offering the cardboard cutouts? So our guy Barwich in, in the ITL Army, he yeah. uh, and this is where I saw it. I don't know if this is where you saw it, too, but yeah, uh, he's an A season ticket holder. And he sent us a thing where it's I think it's if you pay almost two hundred dollars, they'll make a cardboard cutout of you. You don't get to pick where it goes. They just put it in a random spot in Real? the uh, stadium. So um, I'm not sure you read the whole thing through because I saw it was like it started at 50 bucks and then there were premium. um, There there was one. It was like 150 bucks where you could be in the uh, the home run area. So like potentially a ball could come and knock your head off. And I hear they will not replace it, but you can pay a premium to be in the home run section. 
I didn't know that. I, I didn't read the, the home run part. But, I mean, uh, I, I all I know it said is that not all sections are available for all season tickets. And, holders, see, that so. sucks because I would – I would be ready to unload or we would start like a, a, you know, how everyone's doing like important telethons of everything really important in life. And we would do one just to get our cardboard cutouts uh, paid for and made. <laughs> if you and I could be behind home plate at the diamondbacks or yeah, like, yeah, like, eh? like just some really stupid. Would you things. wear a different shirt if we were? I mean, if this would get me in the Dodgers uh, front area, I would. Oh I'd wear God. this shirt. You're just a turncoat. You I mean, I'll just do no whatever. loyalty. I do feel like it would be better if you and I were in uh, the Pirates, just because of our <laughs> our old like. Only know, if we pro- could dress up as pirates too. Ooh. That would be fun. Like yeah. dress up as pirates and then get a cutout as a pirate would be a lot of fun so. yeah and like like i'll have like an eye patch i'm like Arr! and you just got like a big hat with a parrot on your what side what if you send in a, a picture of like holding a diamond back and like looking like Ooh. a jake the snake poster you know what i mean yeah uh, that would be pretty they do cool. i mean i don't know where we'd go get a diamond back but uh you know well, you <laughs> i'm outside. sure there's one out in the desert <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard probably but, not that uh, difficult for you and i to just go step out there and find it but like i, I you found I a snake know. on a hike uh, a couple months back so well it's a couple years back when i actually went outside um <laughs> literally that was a couple years back was I, it years ago like, i thought it was like december so i thought no, was, no, no, no 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 so long ago okay. everything it feels like everything could be closer it's not but like, I really want to cut out and I would love, and they give it to you at the end of the year. Like you can come pick it up at not, not, I don't think mm-hmm. they said the end of this year, but at the, um, at the beginning of next season, you can go pick up your cutout. Well, I want that. We, we should have that done. We'll like, we will do it in ITL shirts. That would be like the good marketing is we would have like an ITL shirt, or maybe I can have like the prospect one hat on. We get a picture, we send it in, we pay what we need to pay. And we get cutouts, but like, well, we let, let me, let me ask you this though. How many fans in baseball can you name? Because I got the guy that runs out into the middle of the Rangers outfield to get the home run balls and the, the Marlins guy. Those are the two people I can name the fans. The, who is the rain? What? Who's the, home the guy, run guy with the khaki pants that runs out into the Rangers stuff to get all the home run balls. The guy that's got I, like no. a, a thousand home run balls. Come on, man. You but, know the guy that I'm talking about. No, but you're, you're you keep saying Rangers. You're talking about the um the annoying guy with the foul ball guy? Not I no, the home run guy, not the foul ball guy. The guy that, no that uh the guy that uh like he buys uh he he hunted all of the home run balls and like buys uh tickets in the sections where they're gonna yes hit we're run. talking about the same guy okay i mean he also does it like with foul balls and stuff like that he just okay but it, i know like his main home park is ra- the rangers park because I they have that yankees. little what's that i thought it was the yankees no 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 it, it it's it, this is why i remember it's the rangers because they have that uh they have that little fenced in grass area yeah, the hill guy, Brian. Back Hample, uh, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Name. So, and he's always the first one to jump it and go run into the grass to get the homer. He's that first guy. And then there's the Marlins hack guy, uh, the 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 lawyer dude that wears the oh, Marlins, Mar- yeah, Marlins home Marlins. plate. Yeah, Marlins. Those, Marlins. those are the fans I can name. So, other than that, I'm sure there's others that I know that I'm just not thinking. Well, what's your point? You're saying like they're going to get like prime? No, but cutout? I'm saying that they're cut out. Uh, you know. Uh, everyone else's cutout is just going to blend into a, and who knows if they start putting real dolls out there like they did in uh in china or wherever or korea i'm going to go out on a limb 
Bogman? I mean, just going to go out on a limb. You're going to say, say they learn from Korea's mistake and no real balls? Probably not going to be the thing that's going to happen. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hey, look, I'm just, I just sense a trend coming. Okay. You know, that's all. So I remember players are away from their families and players are going to be in the stands. So I don't think it's a great idea to go put real dolls in what, the stands. Well, hey, what about that? What if instead of picking up my cutout, I can pick up a real doll uh, at opening day next year? I'd much oh. rather have that. Well, you think you might have some like Daryl Strawberry situations of guys with real dolls in the stands, or they're like, well, it was giving me a look, and I've been kind of lonely and everything. But like, okay, so here's a, here's another thing. This would be an ultimate accomplishment. I want our cutout in every stadium. Is there is there a way to have that happen? That's a yeah. lot of money, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ra uh, wrangle up five grand, and and that probably isn't even enough. And that's, that's for probably one for person. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Do you want to make like uh, do the thing where we take all the ITL members and ourselves and do the overlapping face thing? So it just melds into one, you know, weird looking mid 30s white guy. And then, yeah. uh, you know, put that random. I This is the ITL cutout person. I guess. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that would be fun. I don't know. I think it would be cool to I mean, I'd love to have them in stadiums, but I, I want to get our cutout somewhere. Somewhere. Maybe. Maybe the, the Diamondbacks have announced that they're not expecting to have fans in their stadiums at the beginning of the year. Uh, I think the A's were the first ones, like you said, to kind of announce that they're going to allow people to pay to start doing this. So we're going to start seeing more of this. We've got to get in front of it. Also, what happens when places like Texas and Florida in here just go, yeah, we don't care about anything anymore. Just let all the people into the stands. Then they're taking those cutouts right out. So I don't I don't think 30 would work. I think all California teams, because uh, no one's going into a game in California this year. Well, that's why it's uh, great. And then we'll and be maybe in New York, maybe maybe those places. But you know what we should do is we should pick like five teams we want to actually do this for that we know aren't going to have teams in, and we should raffle off uh, the the chance uh, for one ITL Army member to be the ITL representative in their ITL Army shirt. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's a cool idea. We we could yeah, definitely do look. He doesn't want to do it because he won't be the face. But no, that's, I want that's us. The to you, be that's in the, the reason. Here's a better idea. We get ours in the places, and then when we get the cutouts, Bogman, you autograph them and and transcribe like cool stuff. You know, one of five. You're really good at doing one yeah, of five, Bogman. And then we auction those off. Everybody knows that. The what? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I don't know, man. This idea has. Uh, Less legs to it than Mike Trout not playing does. Oh, come on. I mean, that's a cheap. That was a attempted cheap transition, by the way. That's going to cost you $5 and then the money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the people are upset. Well, at, sure they are. Uh, at your math and uh, the text, what? the El the, the Elvis Andrus text is uh, is causing some disruption within ITL. I've uh, heard the ITL none of this. Land. I've heard none of any of this. What, what oh, are you talking about? I, I, I was, uh, you, you might need to talk to Sean C who's in here with us right now. When Bubba and I were talking about the mock, uh, I, I said, I, cause I said something like I, and I don't know that I've heard you ever laugh that hard. I think, the I've, uncensored mock and patheticon. Yeah, but you so. forget about patheticon. You're forgetting about no, no, I didn't. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, e wrestling. You're forgetting about e wrestling. Oh, e wrestling. I am forgetting about e wrestling. Yeah. That was a pretty hard laugh right there too. So yeah. th those those three episodes, but uh, people did not like the text, like the sanctity of not saying the name before the guy is, is drafted, uh, even in a mock, even just to be funny. People were not were not in on. It. I didn't really care because I knew you're just trying to get a 
you know, a reaction. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a it's funny because we have a show and desperate times call for desperate measures, and I couldn't get Bogman <laughs> to cuss, and that was the whole point of the show. So, I mean, I don't know what to say. That's yeah, that's okay. You know, people can be up in arms. I mean, at least I showed up for the mock. So, you know, there's that. But uh, no, I didn't hear anything about it because people oh, don't I don't know what we're talking about is uh, the ITL Fantasy Baseball podcast. So we've been doing, you know, these 60 game mocks, but we finally um, we found a new shtick to it because Bogman is not going to do the editing and I'm I can't I'm commit to our our draft editing for the mock draft. So what we did is we did an uncensored, but we called it the PG money jar. And if you cussed, you had to put five dollars in the money jar. And um to their point, I I pushed the edge a little bit, and I may have texted somebody. Totally, don't take this player. And luckily, the player went before it could have happened, so it was nonchalant, and it definitely towed the line. I agree, it towed the line, but you know, <laughs> it towed the line. Fun. It erased the line and moved it. You're moving the goalpost, okay? But you also cheated. You this also is, cheated. I didn't cheat. I did not you cheat did. at all. You did. You cheated. But the whole point was uh, you look, could not. Cu- hold on. You could not. Remember, we can't talk over each other on Streamyard. You could not cuss, and you got around it by cussing at a person in text. You cheated. Yeah, that's not cheating. That is. Uh, it, there's no rules. There's no parameters to this. It's just don't cuss on the podcast. That's all. Yeah. Sean <laughs> says you broke my heart Welsh with your poop mouth. <laughs> poop mouth. Poop coming out of your mouth. Oh, man. Right, it, it was a great mock. You guys should definitely check it out. It was a lot of fun. And uh, the Welsh is a dirty cheater, just like uh, the Dodgers are and wearing his uh, Dodger blue shirt. So, well, you know, all, what? The, all the evidence is adding up against you here. Blue shirt, uh, texting. I don't like it. Somebody's got to be the bad guy. Someone's got to be the bad guy. Someone's got to do the hard work. Someone's got to make the mock entertaining. And you clearly weren't by putting $5 on the line. So uh, I put it on uh, I put it on, on a test there to try to make sure that it actually was going to happen. All right. We are going to go to break here. But when we come back, we got to talk about Mike Trout. Baseball is back. Guys are training. We're going to talk about some of the stuff we're seeing, which is uh, some teams are being really innovative and interesting. But the biggest story across everything is, is the mystery that is uh, shrouding Mike Trout and will he play this season? So we've got to talk about that. And did he show up? Well, we'll let you know if he showed up even to some of the early camp stuff. So don't go anywhere. It's Bogman. It's Welsh. More in this league right here on the Sports Grid. Coming at you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you. 
because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why the f*** is it called a- In This League. Because who could be scared of it? In This League. Yeah, just this nice bloke from down the road, isn't he? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hello, I'm- In This League. I've just moved in. My wife has got better cuss me. I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack. You're not having an heart attack. Welcome back. It's In This League right here on the Sports Grid, where we get on the grid... Every weekend, every weekend, on the grid. Every weekend, here on the grid. Yep, on the grid, rocking. Uh, and you can rock with us over at InThisLeague.com. We just posted our brand new ranks, our top 300 baseball ranks in a 60-game season, positional ranks. I had some updates to the Dynasty. There's 100% going to be some more updates happening this month as I kind of rework through the Dynasty. We rework through the 60-game season. Bogman's got football ranks up there. Um, I mean, we got video versions of some of the shows we do, comedy shows, group me rooms. I don't know. So if, much fun. I don't know if anybody provides the plethora of um, extras that we do on a Patreon, especially for a, po- a podcast, but we do. Plethora. <laughs> plethora. Good you're use sp- of the word. Very nice. You're supposed to, uh, okay. What are my amigos? To you're supposed to do the, do you, what is it? I don't do? have three amigos. Uh, I just don't. I don't have it in my mind. Jefe. I think I've seen it twice. So. Supposed to go, Hefe. Do you know what a plethora is? It's like I don't remember. Huh? Don't what remember. the waffle? <laughs> Nothing. All right. No, I don't. I don't remember yep. uh, that at all. So, well, okay. Well, sorry. I mean, look. I would love to. Uh, that was me being Kalen Balaj, right? You threw the pass to me, and I ducked. I yeah. just didn't know what was happening. So, yeah, that's true. You. I was about to say you Nelson Aguilar did, but no, you more ducked. It's uh, appropriate. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you I guys, mean, Nelson Aguilar would be making an attempt. I didn't even make an attempt. I just no, you didn't. I was like, where's that pass? Oh, my God. Yeah, you just gave me a like, no, that was good. You know, good job. Like, good use of uh, plethora. <laughs> so uh, come and check us out if you guys want to support us. Independent podcast with crazy, crazy amount of extra stuff, plus ranks, uh, prospect stuff, all that over at InThisLeague.com. All right. So, you know, what's really interesting about the Mike Trout situation as well, Boggs, is like, I want to say this was... Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm kind of forgetting the days now, but we had our, I guess it was Wednesday. We had our baseball mock draft that we had to do. So the latest one is up on the baseball podcast. And, you know, we went through that. I had the first overall pick and I had heard nothing about an in, an in-questioned trout season. I hadn't really heard any. I mean, we knew like the original trout comments, but I hadn't, I really hadn't seen anything or heard anything. But that didn't change where I've kind of made my adjustment in my ranks where I'm going to go with Christian Yelich as my number one overall if given the opportunity. So later that day, I took part in um, the it was the dream draft for pitcher list. They were it was kind of a, a charity live mock draft. 
um, helping support some funds. And we were all on and Nick Pollock was putting that all together in that draft. I had the seventh spot and you saw trout fall and he fell to five, by the way. And I was like, Oh, and during this, the conversation started to pop up about this news that Mike Trout was going to miss the first two weeks of the season. And this is because his wife is due like very, very early August. And um, there'd be a two week period, you know, that he would theoretically take off. Or here's probably the better example, actually, is that the season starts July 24th. She's due early August that he wouldn't want to be away and he might be with her while she's getting really close to pregnancy. So the theory is he'd be gone for about two weeks because of this. And we're all readjusting his value and thinking, where do you have him? Well, and we can talk about that on Friday, kind of more potentially concerning news that Bob Nightingale shared on, put an article up on USA Today that Trout is wary about not only starting the 2020 season, but maybe playing it all. And he said, quote, Bogman, honestly, I still don't feel comfortable with the baby coming. There's a lot. And he did this on a Zoom call. He said, there's a lot of things on my mind. I'm trying to be the safest and most cautious way um, to get through this season. It's going to be tough. He said he's playing it by ear as far as like, you know, actually being able to play. He said, I think the biggest thing is this is our first child. I've got to be there. If I test positive, I can't see the baby for 14 days. We would be upset. I've got to be, I got to keep Jess safe. I got to keep the baby safe. I try to talk to my wife every night about this. I know I'm risking myself. I could meet somebody and get the virus. That's the last thing I want to do. Um, there's some more quotes in it that you can find out, but Mike Trout Bogman has some serious reservations about playing this year. And from a fantasy implication, this is like just a sandwich stack of concern now of drafting Mike Trout, you know, top three or whatever, because you got a guy that is going to miss time when his child is born and is also has a very, very massive question of wanting to play for this, totally rightfully so, for the safety of his family. Well, he definitely does not want to play. I think he's kind of made that known with all of his different types of uh, things that he said over the last few months. He was kind of the first one to publicly come out and talk against the proposed bubble plan when, uh, you know, they were talking about uh, possibly playing here in Arizona or Florida or Texas or somewhere. You know, he didn't like that plan at all because that means you're away the whole time and his wife was having a baby. So he definitely would have opted out of that if that would have been the plan. Like the NBA is all playing in Orlando. They were going to all play in Arizona here and he did not like that. I, I, I just, uh, he doesn't want to play and that's understandable, but I think he also knows that he is the face of baseball and for him to take a, a season off, even a shortened season uh, makes the whole game look bad. So there's a lot of pressure on Mike Trout and it's not yeah. necessarily fair to him uh, to, to have, you know, to have all this pressure on him to play, but he's the best player in baseball. He gets paid an absurd amount of money to play. So the pressure does fall on him. Yeah. And, and he's showing his concerns. Like he doesn't want to contract the virus give it to his wife as she's pregnant, give it to their um, their newborn child. He doesn't want to be, have that taken away from him. And there's serious, serious ramifications across the board. Now, one interesting thing, though, Boggs, is as um, Thimmer Camp, Thimmer Camp 2.0, baseball's, you know, spring training, as they're uh, Thimmer Camp, calling it. You can only say it like this, Thimmer mm, Camp. Thimmer Camp. 
Are you guys ready to watch some hot summer camp action? <laughs> Wasn't there a movie called like Summer Camp or something? Red Hot American Summer. That's what I was. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Very good. Um, the Angels on Friday started summer camp, and Mike Trout was in attendance. And there's a photo of him that it looks like they're. I don't know if they're doing base drills or I'm not really sure exactly which drill. I've been to a million of these early practices and sometimes they'll run multiple drills where it's like middle infield or they're just, you know, starting to get around the bases and uh, they might just be doing a pure throw around, but Mike Trout can be seen on field and the only one wearing a mask. So that was another interesting development. None of his teammates wearing a mask, not sure that, you know, it's hot and anybody really wants to wear it in general. So I'm not saying it like, Hey, look at all these guys not wearing it, but all the guys out there practicing, Trout is there and he's wearing a mask. So I don't know, like, what does that, how does that make you feel? Because everyone's focused on the comments of Mike Trout and this concern, yet he's there on day one working out with the boys. Yeah. Sean Doolittle uh, has come out and said kind of the, the same, he's in not in the same situation with a baby or anything, but he has said, uh, I'm going to do summer camp, but I'm not sure if I'm going to play yet. And and that's understandable. I think he's just kind of trying to see and we're all kind of just trying to see how this is going to happen. And they're not really allowed to say who has covid. And there are guys that have tested positive. You know, today it came out uh, Delano DeShields Jr. has it. So he's going to be away for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And you can tell like they're not giving the names away, but you can see the roster. And if the roster like the Orioles are six, uh, they have 62. So it's like, oh, well, let me do the math in my head real quick two guys have it well if you also saw the phillies um there's speculation around it but like the phillies all of a sudden put like on an il without reason they put like scott kingry and and hector neris and all this and there was speculation like these might be guys that have tested positive yeah and they had a big outbreak at their uh complex in florida so that was uh it's not surprising to see a bunch of names from the phillies uh, have it so and this is happening with every sport and it's jarring to see some of these guys oh my god x has it y has it you know whoever it is but it, it's not surprising to see because so many people have had it uh, at this point so the um, biggest concern we're going to have and this is where we start to talk about you know the viability of i mean because this is what we do we talk about you know fantasy and stuff like that is the viability of guys like mike trout or, or even throw in uh, garrett cole garrett cole is He's in the same situation. He's just less outspoken, you know, and maybe easier for pitcher, by the way. You know, a pitcher isn't a guy that is right. Got, a starting pitcher doesn't have to be out there. So if you want to talk about value differences, a guy like Eric Cole doesn't have to be out there every day. He can, I mean, he can kind of self quarantine, to be honest with you. He just has to be out there for that fifth start so he can be away. There's just more opportunity for a guy like Mike Trout. But I think what Trout had said as well, and something we're going to have to watch for. And maybe we have to start tagging some of these players that at least express some of this concern is Trout. Like, I think Trout's being cautious. He's being going out there and being like, all right, listen, you know, there's a lot well, of he's stuff. Natalie Imbruglia, Imbruglia. He's yeah, he's torn. But, but he's just like, hey, listen, there's a million reasons why I shouldn't do this right now. I'm really concerned. Love the game, but I got a family. He's out there right now doing it, which I, I think says a lot. And he's out, you know, running bases with a mask on, which says a lot. But. One thing that was uh, in some of this conversation was that he was going to monitor it and going to monitor to look for any other type of breakout. So what I'm getting at is if you were to see, I think, some type of a mini breakout with the Angels, I think that would be the thing that would push him over the edge. You yeah. know, if, even if it was the minor leaguers or two of the three guys got it, 
I think it's just and, not it. I don't even know if it would take that much. I, I think just seeing a bunch of names pop up we're during already, this process. We're already seeing it. Do, Dodger, I mean, Kyber Ruiz has tested positive. Um, you got, I mean, you also got football and baseball players. You got the four Philly players. It says four Philly players are on the COVID IL. You know, mm-hmm. and then, hey, by the way, Scott Kingery and Hector Neris were put on that, but they can't announce who it is. You know, right. so you have a multitude of players across teams in baseball that have all tested positive it just hasn't hit home so what's your bottom line on trout you know we we can go around in circles thinking about his mindset we know what it is it's uh super cautiously optimistic but is your mindset it sounds like the way you're going with trout is that he's just not going to play this season is that no no that's that's not my mindset i'm not i'm not saying that um i'm just setting the stage to kind of say like here are the things that are in his mind I think there is a possibility that he doesn't play this year. And I don't, I don't hold that possibility. I don't think about that. Like with Mookie Betts, you know what I mean? Like, I think there is a serious possibility that trout sits out for an an elongated period of time, just because of family, because of his concerns across the board, where I'm not necessarily sure that's, you know, with, with everybody else. And that's with a ton of other players. So, you know, with the only pregnancy sitting out for two weeks, Two weeks is significant. Is significant. Yeah, that's like, that's a huge what the hell is that, season. dude? Is that like one eighth of the season? Yeah, uh, more than that. You know, uh, it, it it could be one fifth. You know, uh, it, sure. it's it's a lot of the season, and it, it's also one of those things where I'm not a parent. You are, but what I've heard every parent say is that your mindset in your whole life changes as soon as you see the baby. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? absolutely. So, well, but uh, the hard part about all of this, though, too, is like there's so many people that are like, well, kids aren't getting in. It. It's like mm, that's not that's not all the point. So sorry, I just clicked on that. It's a <laughs> um, that's not necessarily the point. It's not wanting to not wanting the risk of anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I risk, mean, you who cares? The most, system. all it takes is one. You know, but, I, it, it's that 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 point, you know, and other people saying, well, if you don't want to do it, then like Evan Fournier getting mad at Davis Bertans for not wanting to come back and play it's very, very strange. Like, yeah, uh, I don't, you know, you, you, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. They're all valid because we just don't know. We don't know the long-term side effects of this at all because we haven't seen it long-term yet. So, so that's why what we have to do, uh, getting out of any of the like, you know, sociopolitical issues that have to do with the players and kind of talking about it is we have to decipher through and figure out our own risk reward, um, you know, sentiment with all of this. And if you first, just first take two weeks off of Mike Trout, I mean, Mike Trout's phenomenal and you could probably hopefully maybe stream or have another option that could make do for a little bit of time that he's gone. If he does miss, let's say two weeks of the season, but, it, but assuming that that's in play, just that portion of it, that he's going to miss some time, he's got to move down. And I'm real. I was on SP streamer show over the week, uh, you guys can go and listen to it. It was a good show with uh, Mike and Doug. And they were asking me, like, you know, how far down, you know, would you take Trout? And would you allow Trout to go down post, like, you know, fifth overall? And I was kind of weary of it because it was still very early on. I think we did that recording, like, on Wednesday night. And it was still very early, and we didn't get this news of more concern. And I was, like, I was kind of talking through it, and I was like, he's definitely, definitely not in the top two. And I'm like, I'm probably going to take Bellinger. And the more that I'm looking at it, I kind of want to go lower, but I'd be super tempted if I was four or five to take Trout. That was where I stood at that moment. Right now, now that I've sat on this a little bit longer, I couldn't take Trout 
inside the top five right now. Not even considering the things that he said today or any of that. Just purely, you're going to miss two weeks of this shortened season. I just am. I'm going to take Mookie over him, and I'm going to. I think I'm going to take Garrett. Cole. Well, Garrett Cole's a little bit dicey, but that's where I'm at. Just on the where. So where are you at? I think on not not considering that he could like not play the whole year. Let's of course, do that differently. Just two weeks. But but I think I, I wouldn't you say right now, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but wouldn't you say that two weeks is the minimum? Um. Yeah, I mean that 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 all kind of plays a role in it. Bottom so. of the first round, bottom of the that's too big a chunk of the season. You okay, know? it'd be I like mean, your most recent ranks that we posted. You have him at three. Yeah. So are you going to make this adjustment last night before he did made all these comments this morning? So okay, but but see, I, I am going to adjust. Okay, because but that was where I was going. Is I think there's two two parts here. I think there is the leading up, and then there is the new comment. So let's talk about that on the other side. Let's let's now attach some of the uh, the risks. You know, there, there is a hardcore oh, no, risk, risk that's now attached to him. So, all right, let's go to break. More in this league coming up. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. The best date 100 in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Welcome back. It's in this league right here on the sports grid, ending out hour one and talking about kind of the big news that's going on around baseball. Yes, baseball is back, and there's some really, very, very cool stuff that is involved in that. And seeing players out there in competition, but you know, there's a big cloud that's um, it's kind of overarching baseball as a whole. And then obviously it is very, very much so complicating uh, the fantasy uh, industry as drafts are starting back up. You saw NFBC is, you know, NFBC is starting all of their brand new 60 game um, games and people are kind of losing their mind about all these awesome high dollar things. And 
you've seen some of the websites, fan tracks have been uh, pretty vocal about, hey, here's some ways you can play. So this is the time. I've said this coming week, I think is the last real prep week for people in fantasy to kind of like prepare like, hey, how are we going to play this year? What are we going to do? And then the next two weeks after that, I guess, would be kind of starting the bigger draft ones. People would be consuming podcasts, reading articles, preparing as much as possible, mock drafting, and then you're going to have actual drafts going on. So there's a lot of preparation on top of it. But a massive question that I just don't even think I was necessarily prepared for, and I know I wasn't earlier this week, and it played a role in some of the early decision-making we had made and, and on our ranks was the time that could potentially be, potentially, potentially be missed by a guy like Mike Trout. And then on Friday, he comes out and, you know, it could be just all of us freaking out over everything. It could be more media, you know, I don't want to say slander, but it could be Nightingale, you know, making something much bigger than Mike Trout even intends it to be. Like Mike Trout could just be a guy that, you know, just wants to say stuff, just needs to get stuff off his mind. We do that all the time. I do that all the time where I just need to get something off my mind. It doesn't mean it's the leader of my emotions or the leader yeah. of how things are going to go. And Mike Trout might simply be being, being like, you know, man, it's kind of tough. And it's, I got a kid and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, he just wants to say it knowing he loves baseball and he's going to miss the least amount of possible time as, as he can. That is in play here. That is a possibility of what could happen. But we have to assess the risk. And we're assuming with his wife due very, very early on in this process, she's supposed to be due, I believe it's um, like early August, sometime early, early August, that he might not even be with the team to start due to the that last little portion. And then he would be there for a bit that we have to shave off. Probably it's safe to say two weeks of production. And we've got to think about his rank. But now... I genuinely think we have to assess a full season, no play for Mike Trout. Like, I think that's in play. If, if things get bad, I think Mike Trout is one of the first people that is, is going to run. I'm not trying to say that in a bad way, but right. I'm say he's going to cut and run. But like, if things start to pick up really bad, he's a guy that doesn't need the money, loves a game, but his family's more important that he could cut out. There has to be something built in that assesses his risk of not playing this year or Kind of like I think what you were alluding to on the break where you were saying, well, we might have to look at this as a two-week minimum that there might be spurts. This might be a guy that like doesn't play the first two weeks, plays for a month, and then or maybe, maybe he just doesn't up. go on road trips. Yeah, know? maybe he just says, I'm not going to go on this road trip. Maybe there's little spurts of it. Maybe he decides, eh, also, I'm not going to play these last couple of weeks because things are getting dicier. Like he, I know all the players in baseball are going to follow what's going on, but I feel like there's a little bit more in inherent risk that is um, going to be followed with trout. And we have to, we have to adjust accordingly. And I think you adjusted on the break. You started to adjust the ranks that people can get over at in this league.com. Yeah. I just moved him to the end of the first round. So pick 12 and you know, that, that is a big adjustment, but I feel like he's going to miss minimum a week minimum uh, uh, after his child is born. And, and that's also at the very beginning of the season and, and all that stuff. So it, that is the bare minimum I think he's going to miss. He's probably going to miss the 14 days of quarantine after he leaves um, and, and when the baby is born. And it's I feel like more people I know are having babies this year in this weird, crazy stuff. Our buddy Bubba is about to become a father. Uh, our buddy Chad has his third on the way. Um, Dan Bespris had a baby. You know, there's a lot of people I know that have babies right now. And Dan have another? 
uh, well, he had one earlier this year in oh. like uh, March, uh, March or April, uh, late March. I'm done. April. I'm done with babies. Like my <laughs> one of my babies is actually turning four tomorrow on uh, the fifth of July. But there, there'll be no more babies. But but it's weird because like there's uh, like the dads aren't allowed in the rooms after visiting hours anymore. No one is. Yeah, I've so heard about that. It, it's. Uh, it's it's a strange world we're living in right now, obviously. But with Trout, I think it's probably two weeks. It's minimum one week, and there's a potential for him not to play. So I've moved him down to the bottom of the first round, pending more news. I just think the more that he sits and and he sits and thinks about this, and he sees the protocols and all that stuff, you know, if they go the way of hey, look, a couple guys came in with it, but now they're recovered, and we don't have more positive cases. Then maybe he says, you know what? We're doing a great job here. We're going to go ahead and say that this is safe, you know. Yeah. Uh, but if, you know, two, three cases, new cases a week after everyone's already been tested uh, start cropping up, maybe we see him uh, reverse, reverse course and go, you know what? Too many guys aren't taking this seriously. I'm out. I'm done. So uh, I'll just go and sit this season out. The guy's got, you know, a ton of money. He doesn't have to play this year. So uh, well, he's, also I, not I, putting... he's just skittish. It's like hunting a deer right now. You know, don't make a noise too loud or he's going to go bolting. That's yeah, kind of that's kind of what it is. And it's a bad analogy, but it's the, the first one that came to my head. So he's also one of those guys like he's not in risk of um, uh, tarnishing his reputation, you know, or, no, or losing not. future gigs. There's a lot of like when the the whole minor league thing happened where um, MILB, obviously the season was canceled. And there is a provision where if minor leaguers are not added to the 60 man and are not paid their full money through the season, that they can opt out or sign a waiver and go play independent ball and make some money that there were players that were open. I mean, they openly they, they were saying uh, or anonymous, but they were saying that they felt like it was a trap, that they felt like this was going to be a reason where teams could go and cut them. You know, so they were worried right. about that. I think there's some major league elements to that. Like, you know, it's Ryan Zimmerman's been around long enough. Did he like tarnish his reputation? No, he didn't tarnish no. his reputation. He could have retired. No one and Desmond did something different. Well, he didn't retire. Remember, he I know that's part. what I'm saying. I said he could have retired yeah. and no one would have been like, what are you doing retiring? You those know, guys, like he, he's an older player. Those guys already have established reputations and it's, it's something different. But and, and this is pure speculation, but like Joe Ross, like Joe Ross hasn't done a whole bunch. He now opted out of the season completely. Could that be something that follows him? And teams are just like, nah, yeah, it's possible. It really is possible for anybody that just decided for non-medical reasons just to opt out because they're not comfortable. That's not going to be the case with a guy like Mike Trout. So he's not in that position where his reputation is going to be tarnished whatsoever. But I'm in agreement with you on the risk. And now and here's the goofy thing with fantasy. You could take him right now at three, let's say. And it could look dicey and it could be a complete payoff. And you could just tell people how what losers they are and how stupid they are for not taking Mike <laughs> Trout. But you could take him at three and he could not play for the season. So you have to determine who you are for the year and what risks you're willing to, to take. Like, I am taking more risks in my drafting habits like I did in the uh, pitcherless mock, if people had seen it. I'm doing a little bit more on the risk side as far as hardcore counting stat players, like I'm banking on players that can accumulate big stats and might be able to mask some of their deficiencies. So Joey, a la Joey Gallo with his batting average, 
you know, can Joey Gallo hit for um, like looking last year, Joey Gallo, when I pull it, cause I had Mike Trout up uh, when I pull up his splits, Joey Gallo in August of last year, Hey, prime time uh, hit 273 last season. So that's pretty phenomenal. March and April he hit 230, which isn't great. It isn't uh, exactly what am I on career? This is weird. <laughs> I'm looking at, <laughs> I don't know yeah, what right? this is. You're going to laugh at this. I'm looking at uh, 2019 splits for Joey Gallo Bogman, mm -hmm. and it shows that he hit 68 homers in the first half and 42 in the second half. On oh, well, I mean, that the 100 homers or what is that? That's 110 homers in a season. That's, that's a record or something. That's pretty good. Yeah, so, all right. So uh, is this? No, this is. Yeah, they're all jacked up. It says he hit 110 homers last season. It's uh, pretty good. And, that is pretty good. And he had 103 homers on fly balls. So that's a little screwed up. But Joey Gallo has had some of those points. So like that's that's something that I'm playing with and a risk I'm willing to take. But my main concern, because I think there's there's like three big points of risk right now. There's the variance of players and their production. I think there is playing time. And then there is actual uh, virus-based risk. And like guys like Mike Trout and maybe Blackman could be the virus concern, Garrett Cole. The risk of playing time, I think, is about players that could be any platoons. And then there is banking on players to be different than who they are. So a variance of their stats. And I my order of risk is I'm willing to take the the guys that are can be a variance of their stats that can be better. And then it's about playing time. And then it's about the oh, Mike Trouts and playing. So what I'm getting at is I'm less likely to be play the risk card if someone could sit out the entire season. So that is the thing that concerns the ever living crap out of me and scares me for fantasy where I'm where people could be like, well, you're being risky. That's not something I want to play the risk on. And I'm going to up the value of players that I think can just play this season. So whether it's starters or hitters that aren't going to be in rotations or uh, any type of platoon. That is where I will play my risk and I want to lock into. So Trout is the exact example of someone that I might miss out. I might have the eighth pick and he could be sitting there. But at this moment, I'm going to pass on him with the eighth pick because I can't take that risk. And I just don't think the replacement value of who I take is going to be that much far off that I'll just have a better peace of mind. And also, you know, I just I went to Fantrax and it's down, but I went to Yahoo uh, after Fantrax was down and I looked and I saw that, uh, you know, their algorithm isn't the best in the world. But according to how they do their stats last year in their algorithm, Mike Trout was 10 overall. So he's been one before. He's been one a couple times. Yelich was the first hitter at three last year. I think Cole was one at uh, for pitchers and Verlander was two. So um but Trout was 10 overall, so moving him down to the bottom of the first, maybe even middle of the second, uh, for those of you that are concerned that he's going to sit out because of the things that he's been saying, is not a crazy move at all. Because, And especially in this year. Where someone, don't, don't you agree, the Welsh, that like in the top 12, uh, the top 12 of the 2020 season is going to just be so crazy, right? Don't you think it's just going to be weird? There's going to be guys that we just, you know, like Eddie Rosario is going to finish at six or something. If he goes oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. No, his I know first half yeah. tear like he usually there, there's does. There's going to be guys we look back on and we're just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So sure. our, the, the predictions this year are harder and um, almost almost impossible 
this year. So making a, a wild pick, if you were ever going to go off book of rankings, this is the year sure. to do it, to take your risk a little bit higher or, you know, move some of those high end guys that you just don't trust a little bit lower too to really go by your gut. Uh, if you were ever going to do that, this is the year. I mean, don't take all the information you possibly can, but uh, you gotta, you just, you gotta uh, avoid the guys that you just don't feel like are going to be worth it. Well, it, it, you, you've got to, um, I think you have to organize the the risks that concern you, you know, because there's a couple, you know, obviously, like we said, the, the guy who wouldn't play. And I don't even know, I haven't even figured out like, is Charlie Blackman who has contracted the virus as much or less or worse of a risk than Mike Trout, who could potentially just not play the entire year. Like, I don't know where that is. I think they're, I think they're all kind of together because this is, they're very virus based. They're like, Mike Trout <laughs> might not play because could maybe because Charlie Blackman, yeah. you know, they, they will play each other. Um, That could be a concern or Charlie Blackman is contracted. So like, that's one. Then you have the game based concerns where because we're playing a 60 game season and things are lower, it's funny because Guthrie, just was like, oh, so you're going to go hard at the Dodgers uh, in our chat here. Well, <laughs> the Dodgers are a concern. They have, I think, altered some of their values because early on they're going to go with the um, with the like only three inning pitchers. You know, they, they only want all yeah. their starters to go three innings. And they, I think they're more likely to continue that. And I think they're more likely to ship multiple pitchers together. So on that team... I'm I'm going to not be concerned about Walker Buehler and Clayton Kershaw, but any other player I'm going to. So then you have to start worrying about guys like that. Will teams have six man and uh, double start rotations? Are teams going to be more fluid like the Rays? The Rays situation is disastrous because I just feel like every day it's going to be a different lineup. Who are the guys that are locked into playing time? Who are guys that aren't going to be in any type of platoon? So it's about platoons and rotations. Then there's the virus virus risk. And then there's being able to kind of, like you said, identify the type of player that's going to be able to take advantage of this. And that's why, you know, guys like the Pete Alonzo's and Joey Gallows, they can absolutely go on the, the opposite end of what I'm banking on, where if they hit a buck 90, it is going to just destroy your season. But they yeah. also could be on the other end to be the most valuable player. And that's why you could go and look and see a, you know, Kevin Cron, like as a top 25 overall player at the end of this year. <laughs> right, right. There's going to be some wild ones, uh, 100%. And, and this year is just, you know, uh, we all know it's strange. But I also, I feel like some of those teams that are saying the guys are going to go, you know, four innings or whatever to start, I think they're going to reverse course fairly quickly because uh, it's just going to be one of those things. You have fewer games. Uh, you have less time to mess around with stuff. So I think that we're probably going to be seeing a lot of these teams reverse course on that and, you know, leave their better pitchers out there, especially if they get hammered by a bad bullpen early on. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it, it's going to be a, a whole new thing. The so. risk reward, the risk reward and how you draft is going to be one of the more important strategies to this season, even more than rank. Uh, and we'll continue talking about more of it. So don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. More in this league. Hour two coming up.
Bet.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.